Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, Sam. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Bounce with Sam podcast. So exciting. I'm so happy to have you on this. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. I'm so glad you reached out to me. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, for everyone listening, I'm on the phone with Shireen Damgani. She is um, an amazing person. She is a yogi, um, but she teaches yoga at a local gym. She takes classes. She teaches classes. We have actually taught a class together. Um, she was teaching the yoga portion. I was teaching the strength portion. And she's been practicing yoga for, like, what, over 20 years, you said? Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, this year is 20 years. I can't oh believe it. Oh my gosh. It. How are you even that, like, what? You're not old enough to have 20 years of experience in <laughs> yoga. <laughs> I started when I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the womb. <laughs> so Shireen's been teaching for over six years, and we actually met at the gym that I started at and still currently work at. Um, and we just kind of became friends through, um, you know, just that environment. And I wanted to have her on the show to talk about the importance of yoga in the strength training world and how the two things can kind of complement each other. And I wanted to talk with Shireen about her experience with yoga, what it's kind of done for her and how it's helped her in her fitness journey as well. So that being said, Shireen, why don't you give me a little intro, tell everyone listening um, just a little bit about yourself and yeah, we'll take it from there. Sure. So I started doing yoga as, um, as we mentioned 20 years ago. I can't believe it. It was 1998 and I had um, a coworker. I was working in the work, work world, job, job. And uh, I had this coworker. She was this, um, petite woman and I always was impressed by her strength actually and her flexibility and I asked her what do you do and she's like I practice yoga and at that time I was actually living in New York City and I was going to the New York sports clubs there Uh and I was I didn't have a lot of body awareness and intelligence and I was doing strength training but I was just doing it like because that's what I thought was going to help me get stronger. But I wasn't doing it the way people are doing it now with CrossFit and all these other ways that people are kind of cross-training. I was just doing sure. the, the machines, like the Nautilus, as they used to call them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Nautilus <laughs> branded machines. And I was just I would just go and like I'd like like lift, like do the like the lat machine, do the like the quad machine and just thinking that that would get me stronger. And it, it to some point it did, but I kind of got bored with it. And mm-hmm. so anyway, when this girl said she does yoga, I uh, thought, hmm. So I went to a yoga class and near my neighborhood where I lived in Brooklyn, New York at the time. Yeah. And that really, you know, it just turned a light on for me. 
because it was a combination of becoming stronger and and flexible because I at the time I wasn't very I didn't feel like I was flexible but yoga has made me very flexible as you know and stronger but I also believe that now that I'm very flexible sometimes flexibility isn't also great either because being hypermobile causes injuries too and a lot of times we end up putting a lot of strain on our joints and I Mm -hmm. feel like strength training in in combination with yoga is helpful especially for people who are just doing like strength training definitely yoga can be helpful and vice versa as we both you know we're trying to do in our um, class yeah yeah, and I think, so that's really cool that you started out, I actually didn't know that, that you started out doing some strength work and then found yoga and kind of fell in love and, you know, went from there. Yeah. That's a really, so I'm like the opposite where I I never start. I had done yoga maybe in the past a few times, but nothing too meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, as you know, I primarily strength train, but then mm-hmm. when I took your, I I had taken your class and I was like, oh my gosh, I need this to just Mm. slow down, you know, Mm. and, and to help me take a deep breath because, Mm. you know, when you lift weights, you're so heavy and you're so grounded, like weights on your heels, you're very tense in that Mm. regard. And your class made me realize that there's a whole other world of fitness that's a lot slower and you're a lot more in tune with your body. You're thinking about certain muscle groups. And I was just be, I was just like really fascinated with mm-hmm. all the ways that they're similar, but also the ways that they're different, but they can complement each other. Yes. Yes, exactly. Do you, um, so I guess after, so we taught, a, we taught a class together for those that are listening and it was like 30 minutes of strength training followed by 30 minutes of yoga. And that was kind of, I was excited to like, to teach that class because it was working on a strength that I had and then a weakness and the same for you. Mm -hmm. So we kind of like complement each other. Yeah. Um, What did you, like, what was your takeaway from that class? Like the, I guess the complementary action of those two things. Well, just to backtrack about the slowness, you know, what you were talking about, how yoga helps people to slow down, you know, because when I lived in New York City, going back to that, I I mean, I really, yoga really helped me to slow down. And it like, I had to literally set up some boundaries as to where I worked. And I said, I'm going to yoga, you know, and it's like, yeah. And in addition to uh, yoga, I was running a lot. And so, okay. yoga, so running and yoga was my thing, but at some point yoga took over because I kept getting tight. And what I liked about our class was because we did a lot of the weight training, especially with like the bicep curls or like the, the squats or any of the other stuff that I don't know the names of, yeah, it's of okay. but you know, it's like a combination of creating that, that strength, the, the contracting the muscles and then right. being able to lengthen them through yoga and by bringing in the mindfulness part of it as well. It's not just all about pushing and, and like trying to get quote unquote results. It's like about kind of slowing down and letting your body rest through some more mindful movement. I guess that's what yeah. I felt was a nice compliment. Yeah. I think actually you just touched upon a really cool point. So um the whole idea of being mindful, whether it be like in a fitness journey or in a class or in a move, like a particular movement or in a stretch, I often experience, and maybe you do too in, in some of your classes, but 
I'll be working with a client or teaching a class where you can kind of just tell by their body language that they're not connecting to that muscle group. You know, like they're not really in tune with their body. Yeah. Um, And it's, if you're not aware of that, you can think that they're working hard and they might be working, but they might not be mindful of what they're, they're kind of doing. Mm -hmm. And so I think as soon as that awareness is made, it's like a little light bulb goes off, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, that's where my, that's how I can feel my back working. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, when I squeeze my, like to go back to your bicep curl um, example, when I squeeze my bicep at the top, I feel the bicep actually working mm-hmm. rather than just like pumping out bicep curls yeah. and not really knowing what you're doing. Um, so I think the, like the slowness contrasted with the higher intensity pace of like a CrossFit class or a high intensity cardio session or something like that, mm-hmm. where it's just, it's so, incredible to just slow down and I'm sure like living in a city you know Mm -hmm. in New York that you kind of needed that no yes I really needed it definitely yeah um do you do you experience or I guess tell me about kind of I want to dive into a little bit about like your your classes and your philosophy Mm -hmm. um with yoga and like how you I guess how you see yoga as a practice and how it exactly is that like how it's a practice you know like you keep on practicing it yeah yeah you hear that word a lot when when teachers talk about practice it's um because i mean just like any every every single um activity not just sport not just like a body activity sports or like um art or any any even like everything requires practice you know how the, the, the they say practice makes perfect but the thing with yoga is that it doesn't make perfect because it's not about perfection, even though we, uh, everyone gets caught up in that, you know, they want to get to that pose, that, that, ha- that handstand, or even like when you're lifting weights, do you want to keep going to a higher, higher weight mm-hmm. or whatever, being able to jump higher. But um, my, th- my, uh, one of my philosophies is, well, with, with what, what I learned in my teacher training is to really be being present while you're practicing and it's all obviously about the breath even when you're lifting weights I'm sure you know when you're trying to you know get your clients to work a little harder it's about the breath yeah if they're not breathing there there's no oxygen but what the what the breath does it, it really helps to like it signals the body to relax and to also to be present and so that's one of my biggest um uh, pet peeves, you know, because I, you know, you can't really tell if people are breathing, breathing or not, but you can tell when people are actually like moving mindfully versus just kind of like, um, you know, as you said earlier, where there's no body awareness. So, um, you know, it takes time. Not everyone's there. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an ancient practice. Um, you start very slow and you just start building from one s- simple posture to another, to another. And, and uh, one day you'll feel like there's so much that you know, but then you realize one day that there's so much that you don't know. So it's it's a it's a lifelong practice. Yeah, I love that actually. It's like it's like that quote: "The more you know, the more you realize you don't know." Yeah, yeah. Um, and that goes for me as a coach. I'm sure you as an instructor yeah. and a practicing yogi, right? Like yeah. you get deeper and deeper into this journey, and you realize, oh my gosh, like there's so much more to learn, Mm -hmm. which can simultaneously be uh, overwhelming, but also pretty fascinating to know, like, that there's always going to be more. Yeah. 
definitely. What, do you um like talk to me a little bit about kind of like what your what your practice is? So not, maybe not so much about like your class. You can talk about your classes, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to know like why like really deep down like why are you still practicing yoga like why do you you use it as a tool Uh to like kind of just tell me about Mm -hmm. that experience for you yeah well thank you for asking me that because that's um that's like that's like a big big question but I can tell you now like for example like today and yesterday I haven't practiced um Mm -hmm. and I, I feel a big difference I mean in terms of like not just a physical thing, but for me, it's more these days. At, at some point in my life, it was more for physical. To tell the truth, it was a very physical exercise. All my yeah. muscles, my body parts, dark places in my body that I had never knew existed in terms of um, muscle energy was opening up. And I was excited to learn. And I would just kept in New York City, there was so many different styles of yoga and I would just go to so many different classes. And I was just like, I was like, it was insatiable for me. I kept wanting to learn and it was great. But now that I'm, I've learned all that, which has taken me this many years. um, It's more of like a mental health. (laughs) We talked about that the other day. Yeah, it is. I mean, at some point it becomes like, if you don't do yoga, not that you'll go crazy, but it's like, I just wonder how people who don't do yoga, like, really live because it's like, I, it's like, for me, my sense, I, I feel like duller if I don't do yoga. So for me, I practice, even if it's just um, a little bit in the mornings before I have to go teach, I'm always, yep. a, I'm a fan of saying a little bit goes a long way. Um, yes. So I do some of my own stretches, but lately I've been actually practicing the style of yoga, which is called Ashtanga yoga which is uh, actually like the father or the, the, uh, the primary uh, way that yoga basically was brought into this country with the vinyasa. There's so, many, so oh, wow. many different styles of yoga that have been brought to this country. But Ashtanga yoga is re- really the father of vin- the vinyasa yoga style that's become so popular here. And it's not all vinyasa. It's not all choreography. It's like a set series of postures that are practiced daily. And Saturdays are the days off and it can be very intense, but it really helps uh, to become clear in the mind and also clear in the body. And it takes a lot of discipline. I don't do it every day that I, as I, I'm not able to, but it's, yeah. it's something that I've been starting. I've started to do since last year. I started to do it a few, several years ago, but my body wasn't ready for it. And what do you mean by that? I just my my hips, my hips weren't um, in a way an open in the way externally rotating the way that some of the postures required. And in addition okay. to the Ashtanga yoga, um, I also take classes with another form of um, yoga, which is called Anusara, which is taught by Andrea Fotopoulos, who I was telling you about. And you came to her class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's like a, on, a, on a whole, it's like a very different style of yoga, but I guess my philosophy, to tell, just to get back to that, is that I'm not like obsessed about one form of yoga. There- Great things for them, but just like let's say, for example, I hate to like, compare yoga to religion, but example that could be something that like some people are like one or like one they eat only one style of food or whatever. I, right. I I believe in trying different styles and bringing different styles together. So what I basically 
how I t- how I practice is a little different than how I teach because I can't I can't teach how I practice because someone who's just started yoga can't you know I can't expect someone to do that it took me this many years to get to where I am I can't expect that person you know sure sure so I I blend like the stuff from the kind of like the Anusara yoga stuff that I learned with Andrea and the the power and the intensity of Ashtanga yoga. And I blend those two forms of practice together into a creative um, form of vinyasa. Wow. I love that, that you, I think because also yoga is, has been around for so long. Right. And, and it's really refreshing to hear that, you know, okay, there's not just yoga a through z there's yoga a through z and then there's a whole other alphabet you know that's like created from that a to z yeah or a whole set of characters yeah um and yeah i think i think it's super super interesting to start to blend styles whether it be yoga and yoga or yoga in like going back to our class even Mm -hmm. i think that that that's kind of inherent in how i operate too but and I think that's why we both kind of wanted to try the class out mm-hmm. because it's like, you don't need to be so closed off to a certain, a certain way of doing things. I think that maybe in that regard, yoga allows you to be more mindful of yourself, but also mindful in, in the sense that like, oh, maybe this could pair well with this yeah. or, you know, like just being a little bit more open to certain things. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, there, there's just, um, actually a long time ago, I started doing ballroom dancing and I actually did aerial silks and I kind of equated, not equated, but I, it's like a parallel skills that I thought, oh, this is very yogic, like, you know, being mindful of the way you carry yourself when you're ballroom dancing and the way you do certain, the challenge of doing aerial silks is like a whole different can of worms when it comes to yoga. And it, but it's all about kind of bringing yourself back to the breath in all of these yeah. practices. It could be weightlifting, barloom dancing, aerial silks. Anything can be done mindfully with breath and, yeah. you know, and, and, and grace, you know? Yeah. I, I want to get back to sure. a little bit what you're talking about earlier about like being present. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I personally have been using yoga to, to not only force me to stretch because I don't stretch enough and Mm -hmm. I try to get my clients to stretch more. And it's just, it's a hard thing to do on your own Mm -hmm. because you rush through it and because you don't feel the benefit paying off right away, right? Like when you're lifting weights or when you're doing a physical activity, Mm -hmm. your, your body is moving. You can feel there's like this Mm -hmm. tension, there's a little bit of a struggle, and with stretching, there's not as much of a reward per se, you know, mm-hmm. like of your foam rolling. But in the end, all, the, all those little stretching sessions add up. So mm-hmm. for me, it kind of taking a class gives me like a, a level of accountability mm-hmm. or it just kind of makes me just sit there. You know, it forces me to sit still for a second. Yeah. Because anyone that knows me that's listening knows that I do have a lot of energy yeah. and you know, it's, it's really hard sometimes for me to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I am doing yoga, sometimes my brain is like, Oh, what am I going to have for lunch? Oh, I have to email this client back. Oh, I have to do this, this, yeah. this, this. I'm like making to do lists in my head yeah. as I'm trying to practice. And so I think <laughs> at the beginning of my own practice, which is not even a practice, you know, it's just like, I do it when I can, but I always felt like, <laughs> 
I guess. Yeah. I feel like, well, I want to get into exactly what you're just going to say is I feel like I was bad at yoga. Uh-huh. Right. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Like, oh, I'm just not good at yoga. Like, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, what do you like if I was to say that to you and even just now, right, mm-hmm. like you kind of mm-hmm. caught me there. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your response to that? That's a very uh, good question. And I, I, I didn't think I was good at yoga, whatever that means. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember, and, I, and something just to, to give you an example, when I say that is because I, uh, when I was younger, when I was a lot younger, I, I didn't feel like I was flexible. I used to, my mom put me in ballet classes and I was in the back of the room. I couldn't do a straddle. I couldn't sit and fold over and all the other young girls could. And, yeah. and I just remember that, but what I love about yoga is that like people think that they're, they're supposed to be a certain way, you know, you're supposed, mm-hmm. it's like people think that they grew, they like you grow, you were born knowing how to do certain things, you know? And it's like, no, yeah. it takes some time and it's very humbling. You know, that's the thing. Anything you start out doing and it, when it requires your own body, it's like, it requires like connecting to yourself, you know, and yeah. it, 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 it stop. It's like, it's very intense. And, and some people have a hard time connecting to their, to themselves because of maybe some, some, something that happened in the past trauma, trauma, or, you know, physical uh, limitations, but it's, it's not about like being good or bad. It's about just, knowing that you're doing you're breathing and you're doing the best that you can your your intentions are there you know like when I first started practicing yoga the teacher used to always say set your intention and it was really like I do that sometimes but I I'm not a I don't try to get very very philosophical in my classes Um, Mm -hmm. but setting like knowing what is your intention for doing yoga is it to become flexible is it just to like know that you're just there taking care of yourself yeah, you know, it's a. Uh, I can tell you that in the Ashtanga room that I practice at, there's this one woman who does not have a foot. She puts has a, she puts on a foot when she's in the standing, yeah. some of the standing postures. She puts the foot off, wow. the foot off, and some of the. I'm like humble to the nth degree. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh my god! So, so that's what I mean. Like, so everyone can freaking do yoga. Every freaking person <laughs> can. Every person, exactly. I'm like getting getting like goosebumps because. We're, we're, we're so blessed with everything. All the, all our body parts are there and it doesn't, it does, you don't have to be good at yoga to do yoga. And, yeah. But there's this thing called intention uh, and consistency and showing up, not for the teacher or not for the class or not for your best friend who's taking class for yourself. Yeah. I love that. Oh my God. And that's like, oh, it warms my heart because I, that is why, well, first of all, that's why I wanted to talk to you about this. But secondly, it's like, that is a hundred percent why I feel like I want to help people so much Mm -hmm. is help them to understand that you don't need to be good at something to start it, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and you're not gonna be, it's just being patient, being consistent and showing up, you know, Uh, if you show up enough, you're going to have good workouts, whether they be yoga or strength or whatever, you know, you're rowing the boat, you're doing anything. It's at the end of the day, it's not about perfection. It's about having an intention, like you said, doing the best that you can with what you have and, you know, not, and and just being at peace with 
the the steps and the journey and not so focused on the outcome exactly yep it's not yeah, about I, the outcome but it's the journey yep as they say yeah yeah um so okay i want to switch gears just a little bit sure. because that was i really love that little <laughs> that little segment but i want to get back to yoga as medicine mm-hmm. or um I know for me, I use it to help with stress and anxiety and just like slowing down. But can you talk a little bit more about how it's helped you, uh, whether it be like productivity or breathing or anything? Um, just can you take us through maybe you've gone through different parts of your yoga practice over the years where like it was used for a certain way at some point and then it kind of switched or mm-hmm. I don't know maybe just talk a little bit about how how yoga has helped you respond to um, difficult times yeah. yeah definitely difficult times it's it's like you know when we're going through difficult times or just just like just daily stuff daily like to do as you said like what am I going to eat for lunch or or all the stuff that we have to do first of all we put so much on our plates these days in terms of um, all the stuff we have to do if we decide if we could only do less but and that's one of the things it's like you have to take that at least an hour break from doing whatever it is you're doing just to take a class but um, in terms of stress relief um, I was going um, off on a, a tangent, but I forgot what I was trying to say. Um, but yeah, what I was trying to say is that, so we think about the same things, especially when we're going through a difficult time and the mind starts to play those same thoughts over and over again. Yeah. And what yoga does is it, it interrupts that. And especially when you go to a class because self-practice is one thing and that's great if you know what you're doing. But if, if you don't, if you, if it's, if and you're still in the beginning stages going to a class and just like turning off, not your mind, but turning off that chatter that's always blabbering and telling you, oh, I, uh, if, if only I had done X, Y, and Z, we wouldn't have broken up I'm just right. like a relationship or yeah. if only like whatever I would have I would have still been able to get that promotion at my job or or whatever but we, what yoga does it, it just goes in there interrupts it and it goes right straight to the nervous system because the the breath is a gateway to the nervous system and also the higher mind and so let's say you go to a class in the beginning or while you're getting there you're like in a bad mood thinking about all the stuff that could have been shoulda coulda woulda yeah and then and then like you come out of it those things or problems are still there but it's the perspective it's how you look yes. at the pro- how you look at those same exact problems and um you realize it, they're still there but there's like a different lens yeah like like less attachment to to it or something yeah less attachment or just being able to like look at it in a different way yeah less attachment yeah. Yes, I think so. I I was meditating on my own, not within like a yoga class. I was mm-hmm. using like the Headspace app, and something that I learned just from that, and I try to think about it when I am having a like a negative emotional response to something, is that like our feelings and thoughts are like clouds mm-hmm. in our head, mm-hmm. right? And like they're just passing, yeah. and you can you can decide to latch onto one of those and like really harp on it so going back to the breakup thing like oh my gosh if I had just said this maybe he would still like me or like we would have gone on that third date or whatever and you're just like drilling it into your brain but maybe you go to yoga you kind of clear the mind or connect to the mind and then you weave and 
you just kind of like let it go. Mm-hmm. And there's something so powerful about knowing that you can just do that, even if you don't do it, but knowing that you have the power to let go of a thought. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's such a, it's so simple, but very, I think, powerful in that you do have the ability to kind of connect mindfully to those things or not, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing is, you said something about connecting to the mind that's one thing but it's almost like you're not like disconnecting from the mind but you're actually connecting to a higher source that's above your mind which is your spirit and the spirit is stillness it's it's inert it's always there for you it's like it's like our spirit lives in all our blood cells and all of our in in every thing that's made from this planet and from the earth so it's like kind of like connecting to your natural humanness versus like all the other crap that's out yeah. there do you know what I mean yeah it's it's almost like um it, like you said the lens and I love that like just being able to go through life you go to your yoga like life is shitty all these things these bad things have happened you go to yoga and you leave and somehow things are better you yeah. know it's like you time traveled <laughs> like you and I think that it's almost like a phenomenon for me anyways that's my experience yeah. when I when I go to yoga I actually feel anxious about going to yoga and sitting there for an hour mm-hmm. and not being productive and mm-hmm. that's just because I'm always on like I'm always going and no, going and doing and then I go through the class and I try to be as mindful as possible there's obviously times where like my brain is in a million places but then I try to catch myself and like recenter. But then I think towards the end of class is when I am like in it, you know, mm-hmm. and I leave I'm like, whoa, I really needed that, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I know, I always think that too. After I take class, I'm like, oh my God, I, I, to this day, to this day, yeah. Sam, I really needed that. You know <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to say that after yoga versus I'm not going to say what other things people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you connected to like something deeper yeah it's so powerful it's like it gives you goosebumps yeah um and you never regret it I think that's the thing sometimes I'm like oh my gosh like I should go I should go so I go and then I'm like oh I don't know if I have this hour but then I do it and I leave and I feel so good and I'm so much more focused yeah throughout the rest of the day it's and even though I took that hour out of my day the rest of my hours spent doing things with intention or productivity are like tenfold way more (laughs) productive yeah I do you experience that yes well but speaking of regret you know when I first started doing yoga I used to actually be even while I was in class when we were doing like more of the moving stuff like the sun salutations and more some of the standing postures I'd be in regret mode I'd be like why did I come to this class because I I I see (laughs) that to people too in in my classes because I because I want people to know that it's like I understand where they are and I still like to this day sometimes I'm like why did I come here what am I doing (laughs) you know as a teacher I first started teaching and I'm like what am I doing why am I here I can't teach it's just like the mind just the ego and all this stuff wants to like interject all the time but yeah um, but then, like, the, I mean, obviously, I don't think that, I mean, I don't feel that way anymore. But but that's why it's always good to challenge yourself, too. Not to the point of, like, um, like you know, hurting yourself, but challenging, like, you know, giving yourself that extra breath to maybe stay longer in a posture, to not, like, be so willingly, like, 
there's there's always the escape to get out of the posture. What, sure. But, you know, stay there for a little bit longer, see what happens. Yeah, it's like that that mild discomfort yeah. that you could leave, but you could also stay in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it goes the same going back like touching back upon what you said about like showing up and teaching a class and being like oh what am I doing here or going to a class and I feel that way sometimes about my own workouts Mm -hmm. or just you know it's like you can't always be on you can't always be in it it's just not going to happen and just because we're instructors or you know I'm we have like we're working with clients doesn't mean that we're not going to experience those same struggles no no matter how much experience you have exactly and also as 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 you know as being uh, female instructors i mean we have other kinds of things going on with our bodies and other other female practitioners even obviously i don't want to disregard men male everybody's body is different every day so it's like it's not going to be the same every day so it's like it's okay if today's not the day to do a certain complicated backbend or a, a balancing posture. I'm not going to bother right. saying the names, but you know what I mean? It's like, but you're there, you, you're, you're attempting it. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay to tell yourself or tell the teacher, I don't want to do this today. Yeah. Today and, but you know what? Day. They showed up. Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing is like getting back to like being setting an intention, being mindful, being consistent. It's like if you don't have those quote unquote bad days or the days you're not feeling it, mm-hmm. then you it's hard to grow from that. Yeah. Because that means you're probably not doing it enough. And that could go for anything. You know, if you want to get better at something, you have to keep doing it. And if you don't have days that are shitty, then something's off. Yeah. You know, because it's you're not gonna always be on. But I think uh, relating back to mindfulness, you have to be mindful of that. You know, you can't just like beat yourself up and think that you have to do this pose or this workout or, you know, whatever your friend is doing yeah. or whatever your, whatever your trainer told you to do, because they don't know your exact set of circumstances or, you know, what happened to you that morning or, you know, maybe you, I don't know. It could be anything. Like mm-hmm. you just got got an email from an old friend that rekindled. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, and that just set the tone of the day. And who knows? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's it's like being aware of your thoughts, your your body and mind, mm-hmm. uh, and spirit. I guess going back to that, like the the whole connecting to the spirit, I think is like the thing for me that I. I had never really thought about actually mm-hmm. in a, in a, like a, a yoga practice or in a studio. It's, it was more just like, okay, just breathe Sam and stop thinking about everything that you're not doing. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's a good start. You can start, you can, you can think about it there, but then I mean, the, I mean, the stuff, the, I mean, yoga can become very philosophical, esoteric and kind of woo woo and out there, but it, it, you can relate it to something that's very contextual, very grounded but you know spirit is you know it's above us and it's beyond us and yoga is something that can connect you to that yeah i love that i i love yoga's metaphor actually i think the most is just like connecting and also and also like disconnecting from other things Mm -hmm. like picking where you want to focus your efforts or your energy Mm -hmm. yeah yoga means like yoke or, or connection to 
uh, the self or to others. That's why some, some practices or some, there's, that's why there's so much community around yoga. And like, I, I, I just feel like it's like people can't get enough of it. It's because it's just people yearn for that. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's like, that's what we're hardwired to do, right? Like connect with other humans. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what makes teaching or, or working with individuals such a rewarding experience because mm. we're hardwired to connect with other humans. Like, yeah. We're supposed to find a mate, you know, like that's like just part of our, our human nature yeah. is trying to connect. And so I think that when you connect on a another level, like I don't really know what I'm talking about because I'm not well versed in yoga, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it's like you're connecting with people, but then you're also connecting with yourself. And when you can connect with yourself, you can connect with people a hell of a lot better. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know? know, like yeah. If when you're, I know that when I was disconnected with myself, um, when I was a lot younger, and I think how old are you right now, Shereen? How old am I? Yeah. I am 44. Really? Oh, my God. I'm going to, like, I can't wait to put up the photo, like, the cover photo, because I was going to be like, no, she's not. <laughs> Which cover photo? Oh, my gosh. Like, the, the album artwork for the for the podcast. Oh. Like, I'll have, like, a little photo of you. Oh. And you'll be like, no way. She is not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I, it. I'm 44. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry if we just exposed a number that you didn't want to expose. It's okay. It's okay. I am, I'm going to be 45 in September, actually. Oh, uh, my nice gosh. Nice brown or not. Yeah, nice. Uh, uh, which <laughs> oh. is great. Yeah, I'm officially middle-aged. Uh, <laughs> well, you would never freaking know. For everyone listening, Shireen looks like she's in her mid-30s. <laughs> like, I would have. Oh, my gosh. So that's, I guess that's good. Um, a good motivation for everyone out there is exercise keeps you young. <laughs> yeah, it keeps you young. Um, eating well, taking care of yourself. Yeah, but wait, sorry to disrupt. I just was curious. I didn't know That's how old okay. you are. But okay. going back to what you're saying about the the age thing <clears throat> when you were younger. Um. Yeah, I forgot what it was though. When I was younger. Uh, oh. Um. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, we'll get back to it. Yeah, we'll come full circle. Um. Oh, I know. Well, I think about the. I was saying like I don't really know what I'm talking about in terms of like connection. Yeah, yeah, I would I didn't feel connected to myself and to others and I think what yoga helped me to do was to really connect to my body and my spirit and it's a lot of a lot of self-acceptance too that's a whole nother can of worms we can talk about like you know body body awareness and body acceptance and body positive and just like being like cool with your shape you know yeah. um I mean, I, I'm not that tall. I always wish I was taller, but I'm not. I'm, I'm happy with every – I mean, there's always a, – a woman will always – there's no woman in this world, unless you're Giselle, who thinks that, like, oh, you know, I have – body, my body is – I have no problems with my body. But we all do. But, I mean, what I'm trying to say is that I feel, like, positive about my body and about not just my physical body, but the the stuff that's inside, and I try to – bring that out into my classes so that let's say I have someone who's just starting out in the fitness world like they're a little bit um overweight and then let's say I have someone who's like really like unhealthily skinny but it's it's not for me to judge that you know they're there in class I don't know what their history is I just come to class and I give them what they can and if they come back they come back if they don't they don't but it's like um like I'm for I'm 
I, because I'm with myself, I'm there for myself, and I'm able to be there for others. That was my point. That whole thing about I love that. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah, and I think that just like your whole your whole mindset, and I think this is why I was drawn to you in the first place. I remember being like, "Ooh, who do whose class do I want to take?" I was like, "Oh, I want to take Shireen. She's so cute and like uh, welcoming." Oh. <laughs> and that's exactly it. Is that you're very open minded you know, um, that you're very like accepting and, uh, I don't feel like judgment, Mm -hmm. right. No judgment is being passed. And I think that's really important when it comes to, to anything in the industry where you're dealing with your body, Mm -hmm. right. Because that's like, that's what we are. Um, we have a body, but it's, it's really easy to be discouraged or to feel like, okay, you know what? I'm not cut out for this. Like, this isn't for me. I'm not good at this. Mm -hmm. I don't have the right set of criteria or the right body type. Um, And I think a lot of, especially females, I think a lot of women feel that way about yoga or about strength training, whether they have a quote unquote yoga body or a, like a strength training body, whatever that means to them they automatically put up these like limiting beliefs of, Oh no, like that's not for me. So I'm not going to do it. Um, And, you know, I think I, I felt that way because I have built a a physique that's not quote unquote, like yoga ish, mm -hmm. whatever that means. You know, um, there's like a, there's like a leanness, right. To a lot of yogis because they're not lifting weights. So they have less muscle, but they're, they're working on a totally different set of muscle fibers. So their got, their bodies are going to look different than say like a sprinter mm-hmm. and say weightlifter. Mm-hmm. And so I think going back to what you were talking about, like the body acceptance, being accepting of the fact that like any body can do yoga or any body can do strength training. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of telling yourself that, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's, um, I, there's, there's, I mean, we can get discouraged. I, 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 I was, dis- I could get discouraged for sure, but you know, it's like every, every single time you show up for yourself, you come to practice, be it weightlifting or yoga or whatever exercise it is. It's like the body also remembers that, that action and yeah. one of the things about yoga is that it's it's karmic like karma is is life in action basically that's the definition of karma and the body remembers and so like let's say you did something yesterday or two days ago and you're sore you come back to it and you're like i don't want to do it but then you do it and that's like oh it wasn't that hard because yeah. the body remembers the the the, yeah. the blood cell the, the, the tissues there's like all the parts of our body have little tiny brains that remember things. And um, just like you remember things from what you've read, like you just, because that's, that's the muscle of the brain is being exercised. We're exercising, exercising the muscles helps to remember certain actions, be, right. it, be it, be it if it's difficult or easy. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I like, I didn't know the definition of karma. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Life in action. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, yeah. any action you do, be it, um, be it positive or negative has, um, an equal, like an implication kind of, or like yeah, a... has an equal set of implications. Yeah. It's like energy balance, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, it's not going to happen like that. That's why like people expect the results of yoga to be very like, like that just like how you said like doing a workout it's like you feel so good or but yoga it's like it's incremental the karma is incremental yeah 
So I think that is one of the biggest uh, things that we can learn from yoga is just like to slow the freak down, you know? Yeah. Uh, and not always chasing after the result and really working on the the everyday, the journey and enjoying it, you know, like taking pleasure in the fact that it things happen a lot slower than we want them to, whether it be like getting stronger or like losing fat or getting your the second interview for that job Mm -hmm. or maintain you know building a relationship with your boyfriend like whatever it's it's like there's a there's a pace to life that you don't get to pick uh and as soon as you're accepting of that or aware of that and just understanding I think that's when like you know you can be more peaceful and in the be, present moment being pe- yeah in the present moment whether it exactly. happens or not whether you get that job or not whether you you know your relationship goes to that next quote-unquote level one of the sorry for interrupting you but no no that's good i'm glad you did one of the philosophies of yoga is to to continue practicing and being um detached from the results you know so like you keep going every day you practice doing you know the postures and then it's not about, yeah, someday I'll get to do that posture, but it's like, for now, I'm going to practice this. I'm going to keep doing this and add a little bit each time. If it happens, yeah. it happens. If it doesn't, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, man, that's amazing. There's so much, so much good energy and vibes in this. I'm going yeah. to listen to this like once a week <laughs> when I'm having a, you know, a stressful day. Like, okay, just slow down. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe be, I should uh, be make a present. podcast for slowing down with this place. Oh, this is nice? I yes, I would listen every week. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga in mindfulness with Shireen, or like being present with Shireen. Oh. I can see it now. Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all right. So I want to kind of wrap things up a little bit. Um, but is there anything else that you kind of wanted to touch upon or tell the listeners um, advice, words of wisdom from your yoga practice or just, you know, your experience with being mindful and present? Uh, well, I just want to say that um... I'm not always mindful and present, actually. Um, I just want to say that nobody's perfect and we're all human and the life is difficult. The path is difficult and you just try each day or each minute to do what you can. That's all. Yeah. I I just, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say anything too um, exotic about like myself. I just, I just want to say that we're all imperfect and we're all doing the best we can. And, and yoga is just something to help. It's a, it's a tool for anyone, whatever size, shape you are, whatever uh, level you are, it's, it's there for everybody. And, and I, I'm, I'm just so passionate about that part. And anytime you start, anytime you fall off the wagon, you just get back on it. And, and basically, that's it. Yeah. Well, I love that because it aligns so perfectly with my philosophy as well. Mm. I mean, you know, it's like you're you're one you're one workout away from moving forward. You know, yeah. like you can't you can't fuck it up. Like no matter what, when it comes to yoga, lifting, um, working out, eating right, you can't mess it up because you just get back on track and you just keep going. Mm-hmm. And I think once you can come to terms with with that and be at peace with not being perfect that's when you can truly 
you know, just like be happy, mm-hmm. you know, and find that that presence. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, this has been so great. I think you. You know, it's funny as we wrap up here. Um. I think that this theme has come to the surface at the end of each of my episodes Uh and totally totally from all these different angles but I love it it makes it's it makes me so happy inside Uh, (laughs) well you're doing great work by doing Uh, this yeah it's it's been so fun and hopefully helpful to everyone listening yeah um but yeah so I want to know what's going on with you like what's do you have anything exciting happening in the upcoming months Mm -hmm. um I know you have talked about Costa Rica so tell (laughs) everyone listening like what's what's going on in Shireen's life um where they can find you on the interwebs and (laughs) if they want to learn more about yoga or they want to learn more about you your practice where you teach um where can they find all that well they can go to yoga with Shireen on the interweb yoga with Shireen S H I R E E N, and that's all one word, dot com. Or they could find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Yoga with Shireen. Simple, the same thing. And awesome. on those two pages, especially on my website, is um, my trip to Costa um Actually, not my trip. It's a retreat to Costa Rica, my first um, international yoga retreat. Ah, so exciting. Yes, uh, you should come or tell others they could come. Yes. I have space for six more people. And I would really would, I mean, you don't, and nobody has to be a yoga pro or have yoga be part of their like everyday lifestyle. It's more like a yoga, it's more like a vacation with yoga and healthy food, awesome Costa Rican food, fresh fruit, um, passion fruit galore, mangoes galore, (laughs) great food. And and also um, it's amazing wildlife all around us. We'll be in the jungles of Costa Rica but on January 26th to February 2nd, 2019. Wow. Yeah. That sounds incredible. Yeah. It's an adventure <laughs> just getting to Costa Rica, but once you're there, it's amazing. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Um, well, Shireen, thank you so, so much for taking time out of your day to, no to talk and to have this incredible conversation. I feel like I just did yoga by talking to you. Really? Yeah. That's the whole <laughs> thing. When you actually the, health, the philosophy creates that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Like seriously, I feel so, um, I don't know, at ease, like refreshed. Oh. It's nice. And it just started raining. So it's like this like peaceful mm. stillness. It's connection. That's what I was saying. Yes. That's, that's we are, we're connecting to the skies. Yeah. Yeah, to the, yeah exactly. Exactly. I know some, some people might feel like this is so woo-woo and out there. Yeah. But, you know. It's whatever. Like, yeah. Fuck them. It's whatever you, you can take from it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, thank you for asking me to do this with you. Of course. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy it happened. Um, so for everyone out there listening, <clears throat> like Shireen said, you can find her at yogawithshireen.com or on her Facebook page, Yoga with Shireen. I will put a link to all that under the podcast. Um, and yeah, thank you again, Shireen, so much for this. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what everyone thinks. Thank you, Sam. And I will see you. I'll see you in a few days at yoga. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Have an awesome day. day. Bye. Bye.